song service has been wonderful this morning. It has really been uplifting. I've enjoyed your singing this morning. I know God must be enjoying your singing. Please turn your Bibles to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1. If you, if you were privileged enough to have one of the young men bring you a handout, you can follow along in your handout today. Joshua chapter 1, beginning with verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to these, this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now skip down to Joshua chapter 3, verse 17. Then the priests who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. And all Israel crossed over on dry ground until all the people had crossed completely over the Jordan. Skip down to Joshua chapter 4, verse 22. Then you shall let the children know, saying, Israel crossed over this Jordan on dry ground. We've been with the children of Israel for quite some time. What they have been waiting for, what they have been, been longing for, is finally being realized. We most certainly can understand this. We've waited for loved ones to come home. We've waited for vacations to get here. We've waited for a check to post. We've waited for for a party. We've waited for milestones in our lives to, to roll around. And we are very accustomed to waiting and anticipating and reaping something very good in our lives. Something that we've wanted to happen and we love it when it happens. And that's what's happening here. 
in Joshua chapters 3 and 4. In our story today, the children of Israel, they cross over the Jordan into the promised land. They've been waiting for so long. And it's finally happening. Consider the, the metaphor that we have in the journey of the children of Israel compared with our journey as Christians from our rebirth to eternal life. Consider the children of Israel's bondage in, in Egypt. God tells Moses, Exodus chapter 3, verses 9 and 10, Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come up to me. I have also seen the oppression which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Now, Consider the law of Christ in the book of Romans and how we many times are compared to slaves of sin, how we are in bondage in sin. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And just as Moses was sent to bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, we too are loved Loved by God. For God so loved the world, John 3.16, that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. We were given Jesus, the Christ. The, the children of Israel were directed to hear the Messiah. He was preached to the Jews first. Acts chapter 2, verse 22. Men of Israel... Hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. And notice what happens to the children of Israel as they escaped slavery in, in Egypt. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 and 2 tells us what happens to them. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that our fathers, the children of Israel, were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. There were many travelers to the promised land, who experienced the same experiences. And so it is for the Christian today. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. For with one Spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have been all made to drink from one Spirit. We studied week after week of the children of Israel in the wilderness. The wilderness, the wilderness is an apt metaphor for the church today, or then what we sing in our songbooks is a lie. Get your songbook and turn to number 332. 332. Here we are, but straying pilgrims. We too, as Christians, are pilgrims, strangers in a strange land. First Peter chapter 2, verse 11. Yonder, over the rolling river. The, the river is, is the Jordan. 
The, the river that was crossed over by the children of Israel going to the promised land. We too are heading for our promised land where our mansions are. John chapter 14 verse 2. This soon and soon and very soon will be our home forever where Revelation chapter 21 verse 23, God and the Lamb are our light. The fathers were strangers and pilgrims and so are we. Hebrews chapter 11 verse, verse 13. And our journey is fraught with danger in this wilderness. And like the children of Israel, much of the danger that we face is of our own making. Notice how God took care of the children of Israel. Exodus chapter 16, verse 4. Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day, that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. And God gave the children of Israel bread from heaven, and we are given bread from heaven. Notice in John chapter 6, verse 32, Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is He who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to Him, Lord, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to Me shall never hunger, and he who believes in Me shall never thirst. And the children of Israel, they complained about their bread. The bread that they were given by God from heaven, they complained about it. Exodus chapter 16, verse 2. Then the whole congregation of the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. Numbers 21, verse 5 specifically. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and our soul loathes this worthless bread. But I want you to notice... How taken aback Paul was when the people that he had taught turned back from the true bread, Jesus Christ. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 6, I marvel, Paul says, I'm taken aback. I, I don't understand. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from Him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel. Which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than that which we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As I've said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. The children of Israel in the wilderness, they wanted to go back to Egypt. They wanted to go back into bondage. They wanted to go back into, into slavery. Numbers 14, verse 4, So they said to one another, Let us select a leader and return to Egypt. And Paul, he cries out in Romans chapter 6, verse 16, Do you not know that who, whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, that that, that one slaves whom you, that you are that one slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death, or of obedience leading to righteousness. The children of God today, the child of God today is pulled and tugged in so many different directions by the world. And the world is the slave master for so many, even of our own number. But John writes, chapter, John, 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, Do not love the world or, or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 
For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but it's of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. It's the same advice that Joshua was given in Joshua chapter 1. Many, like the children of Israel in the wilderness, though, rebel. Numbers chapter 16, verse 3, they gathered together against Moses and Aaron and said to them, You take too much upon yourselves, for all the congregation is holy. Every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? Hey, our elders were given a warning by Paul in Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Take heed to yourselves and to the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God which He purchased with His own blood. There are many, like the children of Israel, who will usurp the authority of our elders even today. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come upon you, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves men will rise up, speaking perverse things, to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore watch and remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone, night and day with tears. Out of all the children of Israel, only two of those who left Egypt were allowed to cross over into the promised land. Numbers 14, verse 6, But Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes. They begged the congregation to go in and, and take the land. And all the congregation wanted to do was stone them. Because of their stand against the majority, we see our hero in the book of Joshua leading the Children of Israel, 40 years later, after everyone else had died, only a certain age and their children went into the promised land. We see the same promise being meted out to the church at Sardis. Notice Revelation chapter 3. You have a few names even in Sardis who have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. Only two went into the promised land. Only a few here at Sardis were worthy enough to walk in white. It says in verse 5 of Revelation 3, He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. How many of us will he confess before the Father? How many of us in this room today Will Jesus confess before the Father? That one's mine. He's my child. He is worthy to wear the white that He's wearing. And we read at the very first what we read in Joshua chapter 1 that they finally they get, they get to cross over the Jordan. What joy there must have been to finally be in the, in the promised land. The promise that had been made to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the children of Israel and Moses, they had finally made it. Crossing the Jordan River is a common metaphor used in spiritual songs to represent death and or the afterlife, our passage into the afterlife. We sing their journey and we sing our journey in the wilderness, this wilderness of the church that we're in, we sing number 490, 
to Canaan's land, I'm on my way. We're seeing their journey. Their journey is our journey. To Canaan's land, to our promised land, we're on our way. Amen? And we see number 489, on Jordan's stormy banks I stand. Why are they stormy? Because our great God stood them up in a heap and allowed the children of Israel to cross over on dry land. And our great God can save us too. For number 522, I'm bound for the promised land. How about you? Are you bound for the promised land? Tonight we're going to put the movie Heaven is for Real up against God's Word. For my Bible doesn't say we can cross back and forth from heaven and hell back again. My Bible says, Hebrews 9.27, it's appointed for men to die once and after this the judgment. God told Moses in Exodus chapter 3, verse 17, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites to a land flowing with milk and honey. And the Lord was good on His Word. For it says in Joshua 21, verse 43, So the Lord gave to Israel all the land of which He had sworn to give to their fathers, and they took possession of it, and they dwelt in it. The Lord gave them rest all around. Notice, according to all that He had sworn to their fathers, and not a man of all their enemies stood against them, and the Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. Notice, not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. And God's promises to us today will happen in the same exact way. They will every one come to pass. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you have faith enough to live this Christian life and believe in the promises? We too have been given a promise. John wrote to our early Christian brothers and sisters in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 10, Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested. You will have tribulation ten days. But be faithful until death and I will give you a crown of life. It's a promise. Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of God. We've been promised this. It's our promised land. Our promised land is heaven. We must remember what we've learned about God and His relationship with the children of Israel. Numbers 26, verse 65. For the Lord had said to them, They shall surely die in the wilderness, so that there was not a man of them left except Caleb the son and Joshua the son of Nun. Do you see that? There were only two that made it. Out of all the millions of the children of Israel, there were only two of the original that made it. Only two of those 20 years old and older, Numbers 14, 29, entered into the promised land with their children and the children of those 19 years old and younger. Only two out of millions. We must understand something about our God. He means what He says in His promises and He means what He says in His warnings. When Jesus warned... 
Matthew chapter 7, verse 13, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who, who find it. This is a great warning. This is a terrible warning, because Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. When you cross over, into the promised land. Where will you go? Hey, I've heard of a land on a faraway strand. It's a beautiful home of the soul, built by Jesus on high, where we never shall die. It's the land where we'll never grow old. That's where our metaphor ends, though. The children of Israel crossed over and eventually died in their promised land. But we will live forever. Where will your journey take you? I hope it takes you up front here this morning and asking for forgiveness if you need to. I hope that your journey leads you to the water this morning. Remember the words God told Joshua. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. If you need to, come forward this morning as together we stand and sing.